gorgeous out. Let's pop some docks. This is the Updark Podcast, a blend of upland and waterfowl hunting. Tune in as your hosts, Tyler Meaton, Jeff Ludicky, Matt Jeske, chat about training dogs and share their bird hunting stories, tactics, and strategies. you would know where the record button is by now we're on episode one. So. this is this is 22 or something like that 21, 21. 22 yeah what's uh yeah i think we're ready you guys ready yeah free balling free balling all right hey no intro today no intro we're, we're, no intro today we're not, just gonna go for it i was yeah. not prepared not Did prepared you know? for that <laughs> you guys are you guys are sitting back and relaxing here like oh tyler's gonna yeah, have like a minute to go yeah i got a minute to go before i have to actually start listening here you know so, me um, you don't want me to do the best impression of uh tyler's intro let's hear it let's hear it go yeah. for it Welcome back to another episode of the Up Duck Podcast. Did I get it? Where's the uh-huh. I feel like it gets it gets deeper every single time. <laughs> Up Duck. This is great. Uh, yeah, anybody listening to this is going to be like, okay, next, next. Yeah, we don't need to listen to these guys. Just turn it off. All right. Uh, Jeff, Matt, what's going on tonight, fellas? Oh, not much. How much? Got a cookie. Is that what you're snacking on? I got a cookie. Yep. Chocolate chip cookie. All right. What are we talking about tonight? First uh first week of the waterfowl season. Yeah. Feels like longer, a, but... is it a week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Week week and a half. It's been a week and a half. Week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's but it's closed now. Yeah. It is. We're at the we're in the split. Is Iowa closed right now too, Matt? Yes. Okay, the split's at the same time. They closed on Friday or Saturday, or Wisconsin was Sunday. Right. But yeah, yeah, it's the same. It's kind of unfortunate. It'd be nice split. if it was if it was different. Yeah. And you could just go on the other side of the river. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, hmm. yeah. But I get it. You're probably shooting a lot of the same birds, regardless of what side you're on. So they split. They they cut it off at the same time. Yep. All right. Controversial question: Are you in favor of the split? Do you like the split? I don't really understand it. Yeah, somebody needs to explain it to me. How how can Northern Wisconsin not have one? Yet Southern Wisconsin does have one. I don't understand. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Don't get, get me started on Iowa ones. I'd... Like what? What is the point of it? It's just to give the birds a break after a week of people North blasting at them. They, they don't need it though. They're good yeah, up there. Yeah, I, it doesn't doesn't really make it sense. Doesn't to make me, sense. But... I I think the moral of the story is we need to get a wildlife biologist on to talk about it. To talk yes, about why that would be great. Here we go. The other one that I don't understand is when they close goose for like two weeks at the end of the season when the regular waterfall season ends. They'll close goose for like two or three weeks. I forget what it is, but it opens up here. and then it opens up for like a week or ten days. I, I don't understand why they close it. Just let it roll all the way to Christmas. Let it roll. Yeah, just let it roll um yeah so we had we originally gonna do this episode and it was gonna be opening like hey let's talk about our opening weekend and then it became hey let's postpone and let's just talk about let's get a few more hunts under our belt and just talk about the first split the first 10 days and how how that went yeah i think we're all pretty much focused on seeing when we were going to get out next and making sure everything was in an order so the podcast got got put on the back burner for that week it uh it definitely did which is good because that allowed me to go out a couple more times too mm-hmm. so it was good who, I, who wants to start though where do we want to start who wants to go first well if we're going to talk about opening i didn't go out that weekend so 
I went on Monday, but uh, I'd say you guys need to talk about opening Saturday. The uh, was it the thirtieth? I think. Okay, maybe, maybe right. we start there, Jeff. I'd like to hear your side first, maybe. Yes, yes. Okay, so first, before we kick this thing <laughs> off here, I'm on the internet, the interwebs, and I'm looking up an article. It says the unsmoke unspoken etiquette of duck hunting. Okay, so I'm going to go through a couple of these. And we're going to see how many of these either somebody on this podcast broke or how many of these we experienced as hunters out in the field over the course of the last 10 days. All right. So the first one, know the laws and regulations. I think we did pretty good on that one. Yes. All right. I think yep. we did good. Show up early is the next one. And we'll, we'll circle back to that one. Okay. Yes. So it's basically show up early and make sure you're you're there. Seems Next one, solid start. <laughs> Do not set up close to other hunters. Okay, very important. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do not call if you cannot call. <laughs> that one's kind of funny. <laughs> um, do not shoot birds working another's decoys. And the last one is do not sky bust. All right, so those are the those are the rules that we're going to go through. All okay. right, okay. Yeah. So laws and regulations, we're good. I think we I think we all followed the rules on yes. uh, this opening weekend. Mm -hmm. Yes. Show up early. Now let's talk about that one a little bit. <laughs> should should define, I read through define, it? Define early. What's what's yeah? What's the what's? So it says this is duck hunting, right? We are proud of the pain and agony that we put ourselves through in the waterfowl world. The first step of this is to wake up hours before sunrise to get to the blind. This, was that extra 15 minutes of sleep worth it to possibly lose out on a prime blind location? Was it worth it to arrive so late that you're missing out being ready at shooting light? The answer will always be empathetically no. Okay. So Tyler. Yep. Saturday morning. Yep. What was the established time, Jeff? Okay, so I got an invite to initially me and Tyler were going to go by ourselves, just the two yep. of us. And I thought it was very much not your boat. So, and yes. Um, so, last minute, uh, a couple of buddies of mine, we were texting back and forth, and we decided we were all just going to hop in his boat. He had a good spot that he had heard through some other buddies, and he had been scouting the day before. Um, he's got a big boat. I think it's a it's 18. 1856 maybe it, it, it's a big boat with a 40 horse surface drive on it so perfect there'd be four of us and the dog so i told tyler tyler's dog tyler's dog yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah, just setting the stage so because we we're a little bit further out of town and tyler was deemed the donut guy mm, yeah. they decided they were going to go out a little bit early get the spot, make sure they were there before everybody else. And then one of the guys would stay at the spot mm -hmm. and my buddy who owns the boat would just rip back down the river and come pick us up. Right. Great. So oh, I told man. Tyler, hell of a guy, right? I mean, this is, come on, it doesn't get any better than that. You could sleep in a little bit, show up with the donuts and he'll come back and pick us up at the launch. <laughs> so I told Tyler to be at my house at, what was it? Four? Before four o'clock. I said four at the latest. Yeah, you did. And I said, I will be there 
and buy 345, I think were my words. You did. You said you would be there before four. Yes. <laughs> so I got up at 3.30, got my coffee made, just milling around, getting everything in the truck. Four o'clock rolls by. No, no confirmation in the morning, I'm assuming. No to, confirmation to in the time. morning. Okay. Not a on my way. Yep. See you soon. Be there in yep. five minutes. Yep. Like, hey, I'm up. Just so you know, I'm coming. <laughs> Four, what was it about 410 rolls by and I was like okay now I gotta call him so oh. I called him no answer texted start. him no answer mm. 415 420 oh. called him again no answer <laughs> so finally I decided to call my buddies I was like hey I gotta make a decision here how much longer do we give Tyler and he's like give him 10 more minutes 10 minutes roll by called again no answer so I left and drove to the launch by myself. <laughs> Got about three quarters of the way there. Tyler calls me. I just woke up. I don't know what happened. I'm so pissed off right now. <laughs> those, those were my exact words. So yeah, that was yeah. kind of a, a long-winded story. But uh, yeah, Tyler didn't wake up for opening day. And he... Uh, he missed the boat. Literally. Literally missed the Literally. boat. Literally and, missed the boat. And he failed as the donut guy. I failed as the dog and a donut guy. Let's get that straight yes. here. Let's get all the facts in there, okay? And we were all set up. We had a nice dog blind. We had a nice dog ladder for the boat. Everything was set up perfectly for Mac. I don't know if I feel worse for Mac or feel worse for you, Tyler. Which one? Probably. That's definitely Mac. He didn't have a chance. <laughs> I got to drive himself there. <laughs> it's true. That's true. Oh, so I told goodness. Tyler that he it's going to be a long time before he lives this one down. He he may never live this one down. It's probably going to be something I will make fun of him for for as long as we know each other. <laughs> That's fair because if the roles were reversed, I would do the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah, you yeah. uh the whole show up early and just show up at all. <laughs> One of the rules broken by none other than Tyler Meaden. <laughs> That's me. Yep. That's uh, me. So do I get to tell my side of the story now here, Matt? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, go, go right ahead. I don't think anybody. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Nobody's so, going to feel bad for you at all. I, well, so. I mean, I was up at like 11, I was up at one, I was up at two, I was up at three, like looking at the clock, being yeah. like, I wish it was four. Like, why isn't it four yet? I, I so, yeah, I was, I, I, so I didn't know we were going out with, we didn't make the decision to go out with the other group until like eight o'clock at night, Jeff. It was late, right? Uh, like, oh, just, it wasn't that late. It felt that late because I was okay. I was monkeying around with a GoPro and I was like, oh, I guess I won't. Maybe I need it. Maybe I won't. Just depends. Right. And I shot a text to you guys at like 1030 at night. Like I was I was fired up to go. Yeah. And I was right? sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I was I was fired up to go. I was in my kitchen. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I'm not even going to sleep tonight. I had a hard time falling asleep. And it was like it was past 11. And then I woke up at midnight and Mac. Something with his ear. He was just shaking his head uncontrollably. Like, you know where their ears like flop and they like make that sound. And it's like, it's like a whapping sound. And their collars jingling. And 
Yeah, Mac doesn't wear a collar, but yeah, it's just driving me insane. So I got up and I put some stuff in his ears and it I gave me back to bed until like 1230. I was like, I shouldn't even go to sleep because my alarm is set for 245. Okay, 245. Mind you, my alarm seven days a week at other, any other day goes off at 4 a.m. Okay, and I guess I'll, I'll, I'll the two hours of rest will be good. I lay back down, close my eyes, and I'm like, I wake up, and I flip my Fitbit over to look at the time, like 4.30. What, what is going, what do you mean? I look at my phone. It's lighting up with the alarm is like, it says alarm and it's like making a little like jingly um, image on there. There's no sound coming out of it. I'm going off for two hours without making any noise. <laughs> so I didn't hear it. Jess did not hear it. I get up. I am horrified. You must have had your phone on silent too, because I called a bunch of times. It's it's on do not disturb. Uh, so I, it's it's in like a sleep mode. So I put so it on. You a needed sleep to call mode. like four times in like the same minute, Jeff, and then maybe I would have went through or however. Yeah, that maybe. Works. Oh, is that how that works? I'm yeah. pretty sure it's like an emergency okay. thing. Yeah. So next time, I just need to just keep just dialing keep, over and over and yeah. over. Keep dialing. But next yeah. time, there will not be a next time. Okay. All right. Um, I, <laughs> if there is, I probably won't invite you anymore. That's right. Oh, well, that's. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, that's fair. I I told someone. Uh, I told my trainer buddy down in Kansas that story, and he laughed and he said, "Yeah, that's grounds for not getting invited back again, especially since you were the dog and donut guy. Like that's like, you probably won't get invited back in my group." And oh. I, I I was I was horrified. I called Jeff, and he's like, "Hey." uh he's like i'm sorry i had to go without you i hope you understand i was like yes i understand <laughs> secretly crying here it's like i'm not gonna be a, i'm not gonna be late no because no, no no you shouldn't be you shouldn't be uh, i don't i honestly don't know how i slept till 4 30 i don't my body is on a clock it like wakes up it wakes itself up at 3 59 every day yeah like before yeah, I, know, I, I don't know you can't imagine standing there at on opening morning for a half hour in my driveway felt like three hours I just bet, yeah. standing there like where is he like i gotta go yeah yeah check, so, check your phone every 30 seconds seriously i was <laughs> i told i told jess that um we we're going to talk about this on the podcast and, I, and she said i should be on the podcast <laughs> to just tell everyone like that i have never seen you more disappointed than you were that morning i was i was horrified i was it was it was not good and i'm having to relive this and i'm sitting here and and you know eating my slice of humble pie here but oh it sucks even reliving the emotions of it it was terrible so all right but uh, you got I, out i did i walked out to a pu public spot right i pulled in and there were 30 trucks in the parking lot <laughs> um you know, because I'm a couple of old dudes just sitting with their guns on the trail, right? Yeah, right walking the down trail. the trail. Yep, a couple hundred yards down the trail. There's Max like running around, happy that he's out. And all of a sudden, he just like locks up and he's staring at like some object. It's like a full moon. I can kind of see it there. And I'm, I was like, looks like two dudes sitting in a chair there. Sure enough, it was. Hey, good morning, guys. You no know? water anywhere near them either. Oh, no, no. They were just no, right no. in the middle of the trail. Just right in the middle of the trail. No cover, no water, nothing. <laughs> And I picked this like spot. I'm like, I got to get where nobody is. I know nobody's going to be in this ditch. And like, oh, I had a handful of decoys and I was just, it wasn't good. You I didn't fell over a couple times too. 
Oh, trying to, yeah, I'm in a rush. I'm trying to get back and figure out what I mean. And as soon as I get off the trail, like it's not even. And I, yeah, I fell. I fell multiple times, not even in the water. I'm just trying to get to the water. So it was a really get any better. <laughs> yep. So you yep. didn't wake up, got to a spot where 30 other trucks were, fell over a few times. And didn't shoot any birds. Right. I didn't even raise my, I didn't even take my firearm off safety. Didn't even raise it. Uh, you know what? It's, it'll be an opening day that you'll never forget though. Unfortunately. It, it, it made for a great story that you're going to have to relive over and over and over until you die. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or I stop hunting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Okay. Well, yeah, you didn't miss a whole lot. Yeah. Fill us in, yeah. Jeff. We we got to a real good spot. Um, it's a spot that my buddy had hunted quite a few times in the past. Um, they had saw a whole bunch of birds in the area, so it was looking real promising. Started off decent before shooting light. You know, we were seeing, you know, little groups of wood ducks cruising over us and in and out. And then shooting light came about, and there was a, a group set up, like, 300 yards have been up river from us um, where the majority of the ducks always like to come. Usually nobody sits in that spot. So usually all the ducks come ripping down the river and come right through this area that we were sitting, but some guys set up 300 yards <clears throat> up river from us and ended up essentially cutting us off for any ducks that were coming up the river or coming down the river. So that group had a, it was a banger of a hunt. They probably were, in the teens, I would guess, um, for how many ducks they shot. I mean, at least it sounded that way. I guess I don't know how good of shots they were, but there was a lot of shooting. Um, we had a wood duck come in real early that did it perfect, hit the brakes, came right into the decoys. I pulled up and took a shot when he was kind of, kind of going up and down, hovering, took a shot, knocked the dust off, and then uh, pulled up for my second shot, had a real good beat on him and my gun jammed. So only got the one shot off and he flew off into the distance. What about the other two guys in the boat? Yeah, what about your two friends there? Well, I'm lefty. So I always sit on the right side of the boat and he came over the top of us and just banked hard and came right into the right corner of our decoy spread. So where he was, they couldn't get shots. So it was basically just me. Um, and yeah, gun decided to jam. And only got one shot off, so away he went. Rest of the day was super slow. Um, we ended up having a, a lone goose come in at like 10 o'clock. And we all had very itchy trigger fingers at that time. So he came in, looked interested. We decided to pull up and, and drop them. So at least we didn't get skunked. And yeah. the splash that those geese make when you shoot them fairly high up over the water is very entertaining <laughs> to say the least mm -hmm. so yeah that was it that was our opening morning but had tyler been there i think we probably would have shot limits so yeah. we're gonna go ahead and and uh say that he he altered the altered the day you can blame it on me that's fine <laughs> yeah. that's fine i i do have a question though that that other group that cut you off did they get there after you guys uh i don't know i guess i i don't remember if i asked um my buddies are not i i i don't even know i feel like they were there afterwards but 
they wouldn't have went by us. I don't think they drove by us. They came from the other side. So there's a there's a launch on both sides of this big strip of river. So a lot of guys park on both sides and go either up or down river. So I don't know if they really knew we were there, and I don't know if we really knew they were there until everybody started shooting. So I can't really blame anybody for that. But it was yeah. just kind of a unfortunate situation that had they not been there, you know, all those birds, those guys were shooting would have been coming, ripping right down river, right to us. So it could have been a real good hunt had that not happened, but that is public land. Mm-hmm. It is. Yep. Well, Everybody's got a right to be there. We can talk more about um, people setting up close to you here real quick. I think that's coming here. Yeah. That's, um, a, that's the next, the next rule on the etiquette list. I know. I know. I think, I think we got to hear from Sir Jeske though, about his, the Jeske opener. We're calling it the Jeske opener here on yeah, Monday. Sir, Monday, Monday after. Yeah. I mean, I, I got out my normal super early time, much like Jeff couldn't sleep very well. I was up at like 11 to two forty-five. I think I got up at like three Oh five before my alarm and started the day. Um, and it was, I knew it was going to, I don't know. I thought it'd be halfway decent, right? Monday after opener can't be that slow. Um, but it was a decent sunny morning, but right the 10 to 15 minutes before shooting time, usually you're seeing or hearing at least birds, right? Wood ducks, teal flying around, zipping overhead. I didn't have anything. I had no sign of anything flying over. So I kind of thought it was going to be a, a slow morning. And we had, I had one teal come in right at, you know, shooting time, I dropped that teal and that was it. I barely saw a duck for the next hour and change after that. I just picked up and went home, went to work. There was a lot of guys out there. Not like I probably heard like five shots, I think two to the north and three to the south. There's not a lot going on. So now do you find in the Mississippi, sometimes it helps when you got a lot of guys around, they're just pushing birds around or not really. Not really. It depends. Like on opener, opener, when I used to go to the walkout spot, it would help because the birds would usually like literally go from like the Iowa side in a refuge and they'd get up and fly over to the Wisconsin side. Maybe they'd get hit over there and they'd fly. Like you could bounce birds back and forth depending where you're on the river. But like this last week, there's a ton of people out. It didn't didn't help me at all. Didn't do it. Hmm. No. So it was slow. Moral of the story. But... There's a pretty decent cold front that came through the Midwest, right, Tyler? I think you were the next one to go out. I was midweek there. I was. So uh, we were um, for uh, OKS Hunter. Uh, we had our camera guy coming down on Thursday, and uh, nobody could get off to go deer hunting. And I can't pull my bow back. And I was like, I can. I tried this past weekend, so now I can. I'm trying to work back into being able to actually shoot out of a, you know, tree stand, extended distances, all that stuff. Um, and I was like, you know what? I can go out of I can go out for a couple hours before work. I was like, you know, I'm like, Jace, when are you when are you coming down? Or like he's like Thursday. I'm like, could you could you do a duck hunt in the morning? He's like, uh, yeah, I could probably make that work. Depends on when I get back from Colorado. Great. So he texts me like Tuesday night or Wednesday and he's like, yep, I'm good to go. Right. We can, you know, we'll go out. I said, okay, we're going to walk out. It's like a mile and a half walk out. I said, I can guarantee you this is going to be a better hunt than the one we went on last year, which is on YouTube. If you want to laugh, a good laugh. But, um, so Jeff, I was talking to Jeff about going 
And he's like, uh, him and Ha. And he's like, I don't know. I don't think so. Right. I probably, you know, he's probably like, I don't want to, I know I got some jokes about sleeping in and, you know, him being out there by himself. So Jeff pulls the plug and bails on me on Thursday. And, um, uh, camera guy and I go out there and we walk out and there's like one other truck there, right? The cold front is actually coming like that night. So I'm like, okay, like I'm, I'm not sure, right. There's going to be birds around. Like this is it's just always birds at this spot. I almost said the spot, Jeff. Whoops. Yeah. Don't um, do that. Yeah. It's a big don't marsh. do that. Big yeah, marsh. It's a, so. it's a big marsh. There's always birds there. Like there'll be birds around. Like, we'll just, we'll just see what happens. Right. So we walk out, we get to this spot here and we're like, we're set up like just a handful of decoys, this little puddle in front of us. We're sitting there waiting and there are birds buzzing us. There's, there's a ton of activity. I'm like, this is going to be a good day. It's going to be a real good day. And sure enough, I mean, we were, we, we were, we were covered up. They were all around and it was a ton of teal. Teal were everywhere. So they must've been working ahead of the cold front. I think so. All those yeah. blue wings must've been able to feel that pressure and they just started booking it. They, they, there must've been, there were a couple of groups that were 75 to hundred birds, like two separate groups that, all and I was like, wow, that is a ton of ducks. And we were staring at that group and man, and um, didn't even we didn't even get a shot at them because we were too busy staring at the the giant flock of teal that were out there in the distance. Um, uh, let's let's see. We had uh, ended up. I shot four. I only picked up three. There was one bird that sailed, and it went. I, I couldn't. I. I couldn't get Mac to it. It was through some muck. Um, it was through like 10 foot tall cattails and then like chest high grass full of seeds that he had all in his eyes and his paws and everything. I, I couldn't push him through. We tried it twice. So I ended up picking up three teal, bringing them home. It was, a, it was a fun hunt. It was a bunch of stuff on film. It was great. We shot up. If Jeff was there, we shot a lot more. Let's just say that. How many, how, did you miss a lot too? How many shells did you go through? 12. That's not bad. 12 no. shots, three teal. That's real good. Yeah. Four. And at first or bird, four. I, yeah. Essentially yeah. four. And the first bird I completely whiffed on one of those, the three of those also went, went toward a, a lone goose who came in as well that I should have just destroyed. And I didn't. Um, so yeah, we were, we were, we were like messing around, like uh, trying to, trying to call in geese to a duck spread with no goose. To, it was, it was, we were just having a really good time. And, and Jace is a big time waterfall guy. So one of the one of the etiquette rules is don't call if you can't call. Uh, he can really call, so I didn't touch my calls. You just good. let him do. Yeah, yeah, I just let him do everything. Yeah, and I was all giddy. It was, it was awesome. Like I had the same shakes from shooting ducks that I do when I shoot deer. It was it was nuts, right? Is that the I'm first like, time you've experienced that? I first time I've experienced the shakes from shooting. Yeah, that's cool. Ducks. Yeah, it was it was it was awesome. Because you've been on a couple good goose hunts, but yeah never never really a good duck hunt like that right? correct never one like that never one especially like when that. you're the only gun there bingo that, exactly. that makes that makes a huge difference too does definitely does and then um i'm all getting excited and then i'm telling jeff about all these ducks and he's like all right screw it i'm gonna take off the next day i'm like okay let's go together <laughs> and i knew in the back of my mind i was like i'm gonna do this and they're all gonna be gone 
because that's just the way it goes for me. It, it, it was it was pretty funny. That's it was pretty funny because the cold front came in. I was like, well, I'll, you know, those teal might just push on out. Yeah, it was a north wind that morning. Yeah. So the wind shifted from a Thursday night into Friday morning. It shifted from the south all the way out of the north to the north. So mm-hmm. yeah. I thought it was going to be good, but it sounded like the majority of those were all blue wings and they they bailed out of there. No, we saw a ton of mallards. Yeah, we saw some mallards. We did. The, other group, the other group yeah. had a lot of mallards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, Jeff and then Jace, the camera guy, and I all went out. Um, and we actually, because we didn't, we didn't shoot that. We didn't shoot that spot out. I mean, there were just too many birds. Like we just, I missed some opportunity. It was just, yeah, it, the spot is good. We had it set up well. And then Jeff, do you want to, you want to talk about, why don't you take over and talk about what happened here? It's more your etiquette rules. Oh Friday. yeah. So the next one is uh don't up too close to other waterfowl hunters. Hmm. So we had a, we got there fairly early i think we were there at 4 30 yes and i ended up just i was using my upland vest i had it all rigged up with my decoys hooked up to it and everything ready to go so guys started pouring into the parking lot there was quite a few more than we anticipated for a friday i think there was maybe eight trucks there possibly and they were piling in so i just threw my vest on and walked ahead of those guys Mm. ended up getting to our spot um passed a couple guys with kayaks Got the spot, waited for you guys to show up, had another guy walk by us, asked if we were hunting here, and then kept walking further down the dike. And then, what was it, maybe a half hour later, another group came. They decided that they were, they they attempted to try to set up probably, no joke, 50 yards from us. Um, so I was walking out into the water, shining my light near them, being like, yeah, you guys, you are right there. Then they ended up coming and talking to us. And what is it? me and Jace were laughing so hard about it. This guy walks up. I'll probably never forget this big, tall guy. And he walks up and he kind of towers over me and gets real close. And he's just looking back and forth, kind of looking around the area. And he goes, you know, I think this is going to be a pretty good spot for you guys. That was the first thing that he said. It's like, what a weird way to open up a conversation. <laughs> Not, hey, are you guys hunting in this area? Like, you know of any other spots? You know, we won't bother you, blah, blah, blah. No, it was, I think this is going to be a pretty good spot for you guys. So I think he was looking, we think he was looking for an invite, but they ended up having a a really big group. Um, So I just told him, I said, you know, where you guys were before, you were really close. So, you know, if you guys could go a couple hundred yards at least further down, that would be great. Um, So they ended up doing that. I don't know exactly how far off they were, but far enough. Um, they were far enough. They were far enough away. They ended up shooting a lot of birds. They shot a ton of birds. Um, even though they, they wanted to be where we were, um, we're looking for an invite. And then randomly, like they didn't really know where they were going. You could kind of tell it might have been their first time there. So they must have just randomly found another spot further down and ended up having found, a banger of a hunt. They found the X. Right. So go, go figure. That's, that's, that's what happens. Right. Of course. course And then we had another guy, that guy that walked by solo ended up cutting back around and literally sitting. It was probably 50 to 75 yards directly in front of us facing his back to us. So we were, we were literally facing the same direction. Yep. 
Um, yeah. And, uh, he broke a couple rules. That's for sure. Oh. Some so, would say, some would say he ruined our hunt. That would be yeah, cool. I would say so. You know, you have, what is this one? Do not shoot birds working on others decoys. He definitely did that multiple times. We had birds committed or at least very, very interested in coming in. And those birds flew straight over the top of them. And he just decided to start banging away. Um, and that's the other rule, right? What is what was the other one? Um, no sky blasting. No sky blasting. Yep. He did and that. He was doing a lot of that. Was so it, the what? only the only bird we ended up getting was that lone goose that came in that he sky blasted. Kind of knocked him around a little bit, and then we ended up folding him. You weren't even going to shoot that goose, Jeff. No. Had he not been <laughs> wounded already, I probably wouldn't have shot at him, honestly, because it was pretty early. But he was suffering. He got he got beat up pretty good by that guy. So I had to pull the trigger. Oh, we were. I wasn't. I wasn't going to let him pass. I mean, he was... the the reason I didn't want to shoot this goose is not because I have anything against shooting geese. I love shooting geese, but I don't think you guys realized until I told you after we folded that goose and had it back to us that we walked a mile and a half, and now we're adding like another twenty pounds of dead weight Sucks. with this yeah. goose. Like, that's why I don't shoot geese when I walk out a mile and a half onto a public land spot. It's fair. Yeah. That's so that's spot. why I would have passed on that goose had he not been wounded already. But I don't think he was going to make it regardless. No, he, was, he wasn't going to make it. He uh, was hurting pretty good. So, yeah. But then after that, we were pot committed on filling up on geese. We had one. You got to make it worth it, worth your while then, right? That's right. So we had, we had, a, we had a pair that, um, that were up a little ways. And then, uh, I don't know if it was you or Jace, just like one call and they like, they just spun around and they were. Yeah. I let out like a quick, like just a real light moan and they just hit the brakes and just banked super hard. They were straight over the top of us, like probably 40 yards. Like, and we had, we had a few, um, uh, we had a few silhouettes out, just a few silhouettes we carried out there and they were taking like they might have like swung around and, and came in and might, they might have came in and landed actually on that on that little dike there. But right. They're right over the top of us. And this guy starts shooting. I think he honestly I'm pretty sure he would have had to turn around yep. and shoot directly at birds that were straight over our heads. Yes. Yeah, it was it was bad. Yes. And Very then bad. there was also, and I think I yelled too at that one. I think I yelled, I yelled, come on, you did. something like that. You did. I hope that's on camera. Cause that was, that was, that was ridiculous. That was I had crazy. never seen that before. That was, were you going to turn around and shoot at birds directly over another group's head? Yep. Yep. And then we had a group of teal, like a decent size. I think it was a group of teal that were, they were working us. They were probably like, they were still like, they had to be 70 yards up in the air. And, um, and he he let it he let it rip, oh yeah, he let it rip with no hope. It was great, yeah. It was it was it was terrible. And we got back to the parking lot. We found out he's from Illinois too. It was like <laughs> the icing on the cake. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry for all the Illinois folks out there, but there's a there's a long standing uh, rivalry here with cross borders between Wisconsinites and. In Illinois, so yeah. I had to say something. It was, it was, it was great. Yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. 
but I think we got some we got some good content for the for the show for this season. So it should be it should be fun. I'm excited to I'm excited to see it. Yeah. So. I don't know when we'll, we'll get to take a look at it, but it was a fun hunt. Like it's, it's fun to have the banter back and forth when you hunt with other hunters. Yeah. And we didn't get skunked. We got a goose. Mac had a nice retrieve. Yep. Um, yeah. We came home with a little bit of meat. A little bit. You came home with a little bit of meat. Yeah. Made you take it home. You claimed it. You, you said that I was the one that shot it. I don't know. You did. You were, we, well, I mean, I put, I put babies into it too, but you pulled the trigger just a hair, a hair earlier than it did. Check the footage. Check the first. <laughs> it was good. It was it was a fun hunt. That the birds that we saw were totally different, right? The experience, <clears> like <throat> number of hunters we saw, was vastly different. Obviously, from or that I saw from Thursday to Friday was vastly different. Yeah. So it was what a, it was what you think of when you think of a very popular walk in yeah. spot during like, the first front of the season during the first front of the season it was it was what you would expect to encounter i would say in that type of situation yeah yeah so yeah but everybody's got a right to be there right it's you just hope people follow the etiquette um but they all have a right to be there just as much as we do so that's right that's right i i you know that that spot does get hammered on the weekends and i'm actually thinking i i might only go out there during the week when I yeah it's, that's a good plan because yeah. I'm because I'm walking in right. If you're taking your boat though, Jeff, right, then it's a different story. Yeah, you, you can get, get away from people, right? Yeah, you can exactly. get to places that other guys can't go. But yeah, so it was good though. That was that was it. That was it for me though. I was done after that. Jeff, you kept texting me about you know going out on the weekend. I'm like, yeah, it's not happening. Can't do it. So, um, but yeah, Matt, Matt, when did you hunt next? I hunted that Friday too. It's Yep. We're gonna call we're gonna call Matt. His new nickname is gonna be Modest Matt. <laughs> well, it, it really should have been better than it was, but um yeah, similar. So I got out thinking that the front will hopefully move some birds in. And uh I got to my spot, you know, to the parking lot nice and early. Nobody else was there, which was nice. You don't have to feel rushed getting out, even though there's whatever, six other boat launches. Um and I got to my spot. Nobody was there, so I could take your time, watch a little bit of Netflix while you're waiting to set decoys up. Um, and then uh, and right at first light, absolutely missed on a wood duck that came into my left side. That was super disappointing. Um, but made some shots on some teal early. And right before I was going to leave at like probably like a little after eight, shot a, a shoveler. Um, so I also missed out on another group. So in theory, should have been up near that five, almost a limit mark, came back with three. So I was pretty happy with the day. Um, trying to think of how that, oh, it was, it was really nice long water trees that may use marking out of the blind. So I was pretty happy about that. Um, it was a good day though. I mean, nice weather, got back to work on time. Couldn't, couldn't be, I mean, it was good. Got back to the launch, my little tiny launch. There's four other boats there, but it is a little deceiving. So beginning October, super popular time to go out walleye fishing. A lot of other guys are out fishing. So you kind of got to read the trucks. You know, the one with all the DU stickers, probably a duck hunter. Um, you know, the one with the like old beat up truck and maybe a, a fishing looking trailer, probably out fishing. So not necessarily competition. And they were clearly there after whatever, four. I think I was out there before that. So it was still a good day. Definitely can't complain. 
So it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I I just love our like uh, we, you know Jeff and I are texting about how our lamenting through through text our group text about how the day is going and I'm like oh man how did you do oh you know a uh, couple here one there you know I ended up with three could have had a limit though more. and he's just like he's just like so nonchalant about it so modest I'm like the day before I brought home three teal and I'm like Jack oh I got three teal that's like yeah I scratched out three birds it could have been should have had more should have had more more yeah yeah i did go out on sunday too so that was the closing so iowa was closed wisconsin it was the last day um and everybody was out on the river i got to my, my boat launch normal time like 4 15 and i was the second boat at this one and one was coming up behind me while i was putting in uh, which is not a good sign since there was you know the three or four other main launches to hunt this part of the the pool um so I got out to my first spot, my normal spot, and I like slow motor in because it, it's pretty shallow and sandy and I usually get out and actually push my boat into the spot. And the guy lets me get all the way up to where I'm like, I've got one leg almost off the boat. And then he starts shining his light, like he's back in some lily pads that I can't get to. Like he's probably got like a, a mud motor or whatever. I'm like, man, you could have saved me like 75 yards of pushing around, uh, pushing the boat back, spinning it around, and then trying to go find another spot on uh, on my map before somebody else gets to it so that was disappointing my normal spot was taken but i did get to try a spot that i've had pinned for whatever two seasons now that it's just it's a lot more open on a channel and it's a super long channel um a little bit farther down like a couple hundred yards so really not a big deal but i did get to hunt there and ended up with two teal that on sunday as well um and ran maggie on a nice blind out into the water which was kind of crazy because it was right at right at first light which was dark because it was cloudy and i barely knew where it was so i just kind of had a center out there you know one cast back and i think her nose took over i don't think she saw it it wasn't splashing so it was one of those like it was out in the middle of the channel we were hunting so and then she had a nice long mark on the other one so it was a good hunt can't complain again so were those blue wings or green wings these are all green wings i think i was gonna say most of the blues are probably gone i think they're gone i saw a couple um you know, you see the one or two zip by or whatever, but it's, I think most of them are probably gone. Yeah. Did start seeing more birds. Friday, there was a ton of birds around. Sunday was a lot slower. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what happened if they kind of moved. Some of the local ones moved out or what, but um, we'll see what, what happens now the rest of the season. Yeah. It's funny you talk about like noses taking over on blinds. So they're running a blind on an actual hunt is so much different than running a blind on like yeah. a, uh, like a training or hunt test setup, right? Yep. I'm never going to set up a, a blind that's behind, you know, a, a 10 foot wall of cattails or yeah. through this other CD grass stuff. And it's like, like, right. I'm like, I'm like, I can get him anywhere, but then like he disappears into the stuff and I can't see him. Right. Yeah. He's, then he's just hunting and it's like, okay, yeah. I had to just. Yeah. Just actually that's, that's funny you say that. Cause uh, I got some, again, I'm proud of myself. Got the camera out. GoPro, not so much. I've tried. I swear every time I put on the, the birds dry up. So I kind of like I'm hesitant to keep putting it back on my head. But the camera, I'm taking pictures as much as I can when it's not dark. And that Friday hunt, that third bird, uh, Maggie Market, super nice. Like it was through the decoys, I don't know, like 20 yards past the decoys on the channel. I was like the little channel hunt. And uh, she picked it up. I told Kelly right when I got home, I was like, I said it to myself, like little cheater. She got it saw the bank, got back on the bank, and then ran all the way back. 
And I was like, well, I mean, I get it. It's it's not, I'm not going to correct her for it out here. Like, I literally asked you to get this bird that was kicking, you know, red feet up and coming back. Turned out with really cool pictures. So it was kind of hard to argue. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to cast her back into the water. When she got there, she got back, you know, I've got a dog door with a little ramp. She hopped up on the front of the boat, which the doors are all closed. Keep in mind, I haven't gotten out of the boat. She hopped up, walked across the top of the blind out front, so where the doors fold down, and just like, was like, here you go. It's like, what do you do? Like, you've never done this. I don't think you knew that you could stand up here. I didn't even know that. I'm glad I could hold her. Um, but yeah, that was a new one for us. So she thinks now that she can just enter, <laughs> regardless of if the doors are open or closed. So that is great. How, how old is she now, Matt? Five? She's five, yeah. Yeah. I think about five is when Max started to have a sense of entitlement. Yeah, I think they just like they get a little bit of it. They get a little entitled or whatever, and they start to do, like push some boundary. They do some things differently. So I'm wondering. Those, if all those like I'm like this isn't even safe. My gun's sitting right here. I literally grabbed the bird and like threw her back over and told her to get in the dog door because like that's where your gun barrels aren't there. Like safe over here. Please crawl up and shake off in the back instead of on top of everything. So <laughs> we'll see if that happens again. It didn't on Sunday. So I don't know if that was a one time thing or because earlier in the day like. If I shoot and it falls up behind me, she's usually, it's funny how she marks when we're hunting. You can walk her head, look at me. Um, so she'll be seeing if I'm actually grabbing the gun or not. And then she'll follow the barrel. So if she knows if I shoot up behind me and I let her out, she'll run up behind. And if it's like going to be in some deep stuff, I usually get out with her. And I actually had to lift like a blanket of vines so she could crawl under it. Um, so I don't know if it's because we entered the boat through the front one on that first bird. And she's like, oh, I'm just going to hop back up here. You know, she can make that hop up in there. I don't know. It was funny, though. Yeah. Okay. Dog training and hunting are two very different expectations. Yes, very much so. I look at training as, hey, let's fix all the issues that popped up during actual hunting season. So yep. um, it's funny you mentioned the marking. because And Jeff, you mentioned like Max Mark on that goose or whatever. Like we're tucked into some cattails. We have like a 10 foot wall behind us. Someone knocked down. So it's like waist high in front of us. And there's like a, it's, it looks like a booth. Like there's an opening where somebody knocked down the cattails. Yeah. You're just like standing in this opening here. And I just put Mac behind, behind, he was behind Jeff on, on Friday or whatever. And this goose comes in and boom, boom, boom. And he's sitting there. I see the goose going down. I turn and look at him and he's like watching it. But then it like just disappears, but you hear it splash yep. and you know, they just, they just kind of know it's kind of yeah, cool. She's, I mean, as she's <clears> aged <throat> out, like she's super whining the blind this year and I don't get it except for when I close the hatch, like she knows that it's like, oh man, it's going to be time. Like if, if he's got the hatch closed, that means they're, they're getting real close. And she's, like I said, you watch her eyes. She's looking at me. She's not even looking out the door marking anymore. She's watching me to see if I put my, it's like me watching a guide when we're down in Tennessee. Like the only way you know where stuff is, if you're watching the guide, and if he's putting his hand on his gun, like you better be facing, you know, forward or back the same way. And she's doing the exact same thing. So it's kind of interesting to watch her. And then I think when she doesn't see it, I honestly think she's marking the splash, not necessarily like she's not seeing, especially super dark the first 10, 15 minutes. Like she's marking the splash or the sound and seems to be, you know, doing a great job of it so far until it's lighter. And then you can actually watch her walk, you know, watch the bird, you know, fall. So Jeff, I think you went out again, right? I did. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday, I decided to go, um, I had 
couple buddies invite me to go with them on a little wood duck hole that they had found, but I had my heart set on going back down the river on the similar marsh that, that me and Tyler went to. So I ended up going by myself. Uh, I had a couple other friends that were maybe going to meet me out there with their boats, but they ended up not being able to make it out either. So it turned into a solo hunt, which was actually fun. Um, except you, you do learn how much you actually miss when you're all <laughs> by yourself, right? Because yes. <laughs> when everybody's pulling up and you're bang, 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 and there's birds dropping. Yeah, I think, I, hit, I think I hit that one. You know, I don't know. <laughs> but when it's just you, you learn real quick Very how many apparent. times you're actually missing, right? Yeah. Um, so I got back into a, a nice spot. Um, there was a couple guys around the area that I was looking at initially going. So I parked the boat um, and ended up walking probably a quarter mile or so down from where I got out of the boat with all my stuff. Um, found a real nice little area. And I think I probably shot the most out of anybody in the marsh. It was actually very, very quiet. Um, surprisingly, usually on the weekends at places like World War III out there. Um, but I had birds working right out the jump. Uh, I missed a couple wood ducks that came in real early and I missed a group of teal that came in. Um, so I started off real bad. Then I ended up shooting three. Uh, so I shot three total for the day. I got two shovelers and a blue wing. So all three of the birds that I shot, I ended up getting on my first shot. Um, they hit the water because I didn't have a dog. I ended up having to take couple kill shots when they were down in the decoys just because I didn't want them swimming across the marsh. But um, other than that, it was, it was a good day. Um, I had a lot of fun. I learned a lot. I uh, learned that I need to practice shooting a little bit more though. I probably used, I think I shot 15 times and got three. So not horrible, but definitely could have had more. I was probably in that five or six mark. Matt, like you had mentioned, I think I probably should have been at a limit, if not real close. You you did text that too, in the same 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 style. I would text like should should could have been you know yeah. five or six. And I was telling I was telling Tyler, I was telling my two buddies, it's like if there was three or four guns there, we would have been double digits easy. I mean, because you get you get four or five ducks come ripping through the decoys. It's just you, like yeah. you're picking out one duck and you're shooting at it, right? And if you miss, yeah. you know, if yeah. you get three or four guns there you know, you're probably dropping two or three out of that group. Um, so I think we would have, we would have had a real good day. Um, but unfortunately it was, it was just me, but overall it was, it was fun just to get out. I ended up sitting until my wife and the kids were at church. So I didn't really have a whole lot of commitments that day, which is very rare. And it was a nice morning. I ended up sitting until 11 o'clock. So I hunted from, I think I got there at five 30 I got to my spot and set up and I sat till 11 and it was, it was great. It just, time flew. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was a good day. It's good. Were you watching Netflix? I didn't watch any Netflix. I surprisingly was off my phone for the large majority of it. I mean, there was, there was action probably every 20 minutes or so I would see birds working. Um, and I actually, since I was just solo and we didn't have a dog with us, I, busted out my jerk rig and those things are very very effective but they are a huge pain in the butt i think i ended up tangling that thing up so bad when i was picking up because i was exhausted 
um, from going through the muck and I just wanted to get back and like get all the decoys in. So I just grabbed it with all the other decoys and I got back. I spent probably 20 minutes to a half hour untangling it the other day when I was watching the Patrick game. <laughs> um, but man, those things are effective. All those birds landed right at the jerk rig. I had two wood ducks set up on the jerk rig and all the birds that landed in the decoys landed almost right on top of those birds or those decoys. So very effective, but I'm always very timid to bring them out when there's dogs around. I feel like that would be extremely difficult unless, you know, you can somehow direct your dog around them. I feel like dogs got to get tangled up in those things constantly. But Matt, have you, have you ever tried a jerk rig with Maggie? No, I had one that I'd put out occasionally before I had her. I've never run one since. And it's the same. <clears throat> I know it's effective. We use it all the time in Tennessee for the same reason. Like, it's always a mess. Like, I'm tripping over it, you know, before Maggie. I'm trying to get out, you know, and, and run down a bird or whatever, and you're not thinking about it. It's always in the way. I don't know. I know it's I know it's super effective, but... Yeah, and that's exactly why I don't use them. I, like you said, I was chasing after a duck that... I dropped, but it ended up swimming the other side of the marsh, made me go all the way across the thing to get it. And I didn't even realize, but I dragged the jerk string <laughs> probably like 30, 40 yards into the like into the marsh yeah. around my foot. And I didn't realize until I got back. <laughs> it was just unwinding as I was walking. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're a, they can be a total mess, but man, they can be effective for sure. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was good. So that was that was the last time I'd been out. Now it's closed. So now it's closed. Yeah, and we got the pheasant opener this weekend. Oh, that so that was the next question. So oh, pheasant, pheasant opener is in Wisconsin. Matt, it, pheasant doesn't open twenty eighth, twenty ninth, whatever that last. Yeah, weekend it's is. Yeah. it's pretty late in Iowa. Yeah, late I think it Iowa. opens this weekend in in uh, Minnesota as well. Mm. So yeah, we'll be going out. I'm I'm gonna at least try to go out. Saturday is supposed to rain all day. Yep. Um, so maybe I can find a break in the rain where I can sneak out for a couple hours, but I'd like to try to get out there um sometime Saturday and see if we can get a rooster. Well, it's only one bird on Saturday, so I don't if it's Sunday too now. Is it Sunday too now? Yeah, so I think last year, I think it's a new rule. And somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought for the longest time it was only on Saturday was one. And then after that it was two, but this year I just read the regs and it says Saturday and Sunday were both one bird apiece. Mm. So thanks. Yeah. Makes, makes me think I should go duck hunting instead of pheasant hunting. Yeah. It's supposed to be it's supposed to be windy this weekend too. So it, it could really, be good. Yeah. I think it, it said is. like 15 mile an hour winds out of the Northeast. And, but Saturday it's supposed to be, you know, high 40s to, and rain that's oh, it's supposed to rain from right is it raining by you guys right now mm, no i don't think yet. oh it was pouring here it's supposed to rain from here until about saturday sometime saturday Almost i, think I heard some reports like we might even get about like three inches of rain they said possibly two two to four and a half by me was the last i mean i know that's a spread but two inches and isn't no rain so it's it's supposed to rain quite a bit right so yeah we'll see how saturday goes but if not, I'll probably try to sneak out Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, Tyler, we talked about that little wood duck hole that I want to try to possibly check out. 
So yeah, we can do that. Yeah, you shot me one text message and I said, just tell me when. And then you're like, well, they got it. It's got to be soon. Well, when, Jeff? When are you thinking of going and shooting some wood ducks? Just Yeah, we'll see how the week. There's no, there's no sooner than Sunday. So, yeah. That's right. yeah. So we'll we'll see how the weekend plays out. It'd be nice to, I told you, even midday, I jumped those wood ducks and they just, I, I, kind of slowed the boat down as I turned the corner and I watched them all just circle back around and dump right back into the hole. And that was, that was like 1130. So, I mean, you could literally walk out there in the middle of the day, jump them mid morning, jump them, sit down. And within a half hour, I bet you they'd just start pouring back into that hole. So maybe, maybe we can make that work, especially if it's rainy, if we just want to go out there for an hour and sit on a log and shoot a couple ducks and come back. Yeah, that would be, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I am not equipped to sit through a rainstorm and duck hunt. It's just, eh, but you can make it an hour. I can make it an hour. Yeah. 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 <laughs> be fine. Be fine. Uh, no, I'll be good. Yeah. I think um, I, I already told Jess, I'm like, I'm going to go out for the pheasant opener. It's like, when I was like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking nap time, right? Depends on the rain though, too. It really does depend on if there's breaks or how much there is, or, you know, how much it changes between now and Saturday. So. Yeah. That should be interesting. Duck hunting. Yeah. We'll see. I, I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm really torn here. Right. I'm, I'm running into like, this is the, I'm not sure if I should be pheasant hunting, if I should be duck hunting or if I should be deer hunting. Right. I still, I still do that too. Right. We're getting into prime time and I don't have lofty expectations or goals with deer hunting, but man, I would like, I would like to, I would like to put a tag on a deer too. So I'm like, I'm like torn. I'm like, why do I have to work? Why does this have to be like one of the busiest four to five week stretches of the year right now for work? Why can't, why can't it be really slow? And I just kind of like hunt two or three days a week during the week in the mornings or whatever, you know, it's just not, it's not working out though. It frustrated. It's a stressful time of year for a lot of people. It really is. You know, even this little week long break, I had a coworker of mine stop me today and it's like, isn't this kind of nice? There's just no stress this week. I don't have to think about when I'm going to go out. I don't have to think about yeah. what spot I'm going to pick. I don't have to think about who's going to be there, how early I need to be there. He's like, this is actually kind of nice. It's like, yeah. hey, man, I get it. It's it's a lot. It's it's so hard to stress until the first week of December, at least. Yeah, it's it's so hard to to stay focused on on every anything else. But but that, you know, it's constantly mm-hmm. going through your mind. It is. I've got, I've got two birthdays coming up here too for my kids. So that's in the middle of all of that, the next few weeks. So that's just, just put that on top of everything too. So it's um, yeah. Never a dull moment. You know what? I think it is raining out. That's not good. I got to pull that canoe into the garage here. Uh, <laughs> as soon as we hang up. Uh, okay. Uh, Matt, are you going to go out this weekend? Second opener? Um, not Saturday. Be- I hate hunting in the rain. If there's any, especially if it's, if it, if I knew it was just going to be a drizzle, but like each day is raining like what three quarters to an inch. I'm not going out. No, yeah. I, it said I, heavy I rain like yeah. the majority of the day. I highly doubt I'm going Saturday. I'll, I'll probably try to go out someday. We've got some stuff in the afternoon, and my sister and brother in law are going to visit, but I'll probably go out for a little bit in the morning just to say I went out, even though I hate opening weekends. And hopefully, there's some people that are already dipping out to go deer hunting and you know got that got that first week out of their way so hopefully there's a little bit less people and then i'll try to sneak out one time before that work trip i'm trying to go around maybe tuesday morning too yeah it's good that's good there's 
Decisions to be made, boys. Decisions to be made. It's fun. I'm excited here. I'm excited. I'm looking at my work calendar and I'm just stressing about it though. Every every day I'm looking at it and there's like five, six meetings. I'm like, oh. Yep. Oh, why? Just why? You know? Yeah. You know, and then I gotta start at 8 30. They can't start at 10 30, right? It's 10 30. I can sneak off a couple hours here, but 8 30, I can't make that work. Yeah. Can't make that work. Doesn't mean it doesn't matter what I'm pursuing at that point in time. So um yeah. It'll be fun. We could do we could keep doing these recap episodes. These are I I like telling stories. So this is we're like yeah, I'm hearing stories. This is good. Um anything else we missed, gents. The only other thing I wanted to ask you guys was um what are you guys working on with your dogs right now? Is there any updates with training? Tyler, no, possibly you're probably here. with Ren. That's probably the. Thank you for teeing that up, Jeff, because I yeah. totally forgot about that. Uh, I actually took her out this morning um, to the local game farm. You did? Um, I did. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Like, I have not done her justice. Like, I want to take her pheasant hunting, but just has not been on enough birds. So bought a couple of chucker i took them out and the cover is insanely thick i didn't even plant the birds i literally just tossed them in there i'm like i need these things to fly so she doesn't catch them Mm -hmm. so we walk up on the first bird and she gets all super birdie and what does she do she catches it so (laughs) it couldn't get out of the cover i know it couldn't no she just bounced i mean i didn't i didn't put it under i literally like toss it on top so it's like sitting there on it you can see it sitting there i mean the stuff is still waist or chest high but you know okay or whatever and she killed it before i you know got it back to me because i haven't she hasn't had like live birds live birds yeah yeah Yeah, you know whatever she was messing with it i'm i'm not this is a this is all a learning experience for i'm not being hard on her at all right yeah figure it out here you know okay she drops it down i'm like fetch you know and she's bitch or whatever then she picks it up or whatever i grab it throw it up in the air blast off a shot you know and she runs over and picks it up and brings it back and delivers the hand perfectly okay good now we're you know there you go now we're learning we're figuring things out here Yep. you know um we get up to the second bird and um this one doesn't want to fly but she doesn't catch it because it's in this sorghum and she flushes it and i have i wore the gopro by the way so i will send you send you, to you this, this footage here uh i dropped the thing took two shots don't know why but it did and uh she never she didn't see it i mean yeah she can't <laughs> i tried to walk over there and and you know have her pick it up i wanted her to get that reward didn't happen right i'm like okay i have this field for whenever but i've got to be back for a work meeting so we walked it and we're walking and i'm like i need i need another hand so jeff i'm gonna borrow you at some point in time i think because you are super close to me yeah yeah we can make it work so shooter yeah it's shooter and what i need is um like she doesn't understand she hasn't been taught how to how to um work cover back and forth right Mm -hmm. and so there's nice mode paths here right you walk on a mode path We'll just give her a hey, 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 and just get her to quarter back and forth. Once she learns that, she's good. I need to just keep buying more birds for her because she got a taste of it, and she's it's like crack cocaine for that dog. I'm actually terrified as she gets on more and more birds. 
um, what she's going to become. It's scary. So that's that's the deal with her. Um, I broke away from like the gun dog training. And one thing that I can tell you with um, is, you know, because of that specific style of training, like hunt test style training, like she's very, very sticky to me, not mm -hmm. comfortable, like going out and just and just working like running big, even though once she gets that confidence, she will run big. That's what she was bred to do. Um, so it's uh, it's a matter of time. It's just a matter of experience and birds and confidence and we'll get there with her. It's fun. Nice. Mac, so you're, yeah. you're not going to take her out this weekend then. I, I probably will with Mac. Right. Gotcha. So Mac, Mac was uh, with a buddy of mine guiding a power hunt today. So he probably picked up, I don't know, 25 or 50 pheasants. So it was just Ren. It was just Ren today, which is great. She needs more than a one-on-one -on -one time because she's, she is a different dog without him around. It's actually really interesting to watch. Hmm. Um, just like the, the thing that I notice is without him, she is, she, the amount of eye contact she gives me is insane. It's, it's, I'm like, this is what I'm looking for here. When he's around, she's staring at him instead of like looking at me. And so there, it's very, it's, it's very fascinating to watch the differences. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's it. That's, I stopped, I stopped the stuff we were doing. I should not be pheasant hunting her at all or upland hunting her, but I am because, you know, I can't help myself. I'm going to get yelled at. I'm going to get yelled at by my pro trainer friends, but that's okay. I'll take it. I get it. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah. And Matt, I suppose that with you and Maggie, it's just getting out and learning by learning by yeah. experience. Try, trying to hunt two days a week is pretty much the goal. Nice. And after that, she's pretty much sleeping for like the next 36 hours when I get back. So that picks up four or five days of the week. And just I'm super busy with work. It's getting dark earlier. It's super dark in the morning. So you can't really train, you know, if it's hunting or if it's the weekend, you know, maybe we could go out on the weekends when I'm on days I'm not going. Like we went out, we trained over last weekend or the week before that couple of times this week and then now the rain i was i was like perfect week off we'll you know get out a couple two three training sessions just for fun and i was gonna go today and it started raining before i got home from work so now your guys hrc like training groups do those stop now is that is that kind of just a summer thing yeah i mean our like our HR, yeah hrc and the group and on sundays it's kind of like a some people train but honestly most people are hunting like sure. it's just there's always something open now after september either people are or dove hunting in the beginning or teal people are going to start getting into deer hunting like people just can't it's harder to get together nice yeah awesome I, I lose access to grounds and stuff too so yeah it's pretty much hunting season rolls around and it just it dries up you're kind of on your own there so yeah uh jeff yeah are you excited to uh to bust Josie out and just let her do her thing here this coming weekend. I am, yeah. With she, the collar? Uh, yes. Yeah, and I used the collar. I actually have an update on the collar. I ended up swapping out the TT15 is with the one I had, the TT15X. And they have a new one, the TT25 now, which was the same price. And it's the newer model, and it's actually a lot smaller. The actual, like, receiver unit on the collar is, like, half the size it's closer to what the mini used to be 
And that was like my biggest gripe with the the 15 that I had was that it was bulky and she's not a big dog, right? She's, she's a pretty petite, small dog. So it looked massive on her. Um, so because I had only used it once, um, I, I returned it and just swapped it out for the, the TT 25 for the same exact price. Um, and I like that one a lot better. So yeah, I'm excited to try it out. Excited to get her out. I think me and Lauren both both agree, and we talked about it the other day that she she's ready and she she deserves to uh, get some time in the field. It's uh, you can tell it's you can tell she's itching to get out and and run. That's for sure. Did you hear that, Matt? Yeah, it's called buy-in right there. That's right, and that's the thing. That's why when pheasant season rolls around. I usually shift the majority of my focus to pheasants because it's by far the easier route for me to do because I get to bring the dog and then she's tired. And, and that's, that's why I usually spend the majority of my time pheasant hunting when this, when that time rolls around. So yeah, yeah, I'm pumped. It should be, should be good. I just wish it wasn't going to rain Saturday. Yeah. No, because really she needs to go out both days if you could. Yeah, I'd I'd like to if I can do pull off nap time on both days, that would be ideal. Um, and I want to get her ready for Minnesota too, because I got my Minnesota trip coming up here at the end of the month um, over Halloween time. I think it's the I'll be out there. The I think my license starts on the twenty seventh through the thirtieth. It's like a, the seventy two hour license that I bought. Um, so I got some got a lot of pins marked. Um, private and public. So I'm excited to to see what Minnesota has to offer for me. And then right when I get back, I'm going up to the Northwoods to grouse hunt with her. So we're going to be busy. You're going to be super busy. We might have to do an episode that's just the Jeff hunting trip recap episode. <laughs> yeah, <it seems> like <laughs> it's going to be back-to-back weeks, pheasant hunting in Minnesota and then grouse hunting in Northern Wisconsin. Yeah, so, I'll probably be deer hunting at that I'm point time too. So I'm not gonna have anything to talk about. Everyone will be. It's the first I'll be up in northern grouse hunting. That's the first weekend in November. I mean, that's the yeah. that's the prime of the rut. Prime time. Matt's like oh. rut, schmutt. I don't deer hunt. Yeah. But it, yeah, chasing birds. Get yeah. those stinky deer out of here. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do some duck hunting up there too. So hopefully there's some Sweet. ducks around still. We'll see. There'll be something wrong, I'm sure. I mean, the divers come in pretty late too, so I, I we'll probably see some birds. It's not. I mean, it's not that late. No, I think it's November fourth or something. We'll be up there, so there'll be birds around. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. Good. Yeah. And lots to look forward to, right? It we is. haven't even t- we haven't even talked about Iowa, which we're gonna have to take that offline, that conversation offline, because we've yeah. been going for almost an hour and twenty minutes here. So, um let's uh let's wind things down here sky blasting questions not literal sky blasting like i witnessed last friday but actual or just for fun stuff right not stuff that uh, pisses everybody off so what do you guys got what do you got for me here what's been your go-to snack of 2023 oh that is a good choice it just snack your your blind snack oh my blind snack yeah Uh, yeah so i don't I don't take any food out to the blind. I haven't been taking food out to the blind. For, I, I was just going to say, I was like, oh, I just transitioned to like a Greek yogurt with honey and cinnamon on it, which you do not take out to the blind. That doesn't really work no. on your blind bag very well. No. Oh, yeah, I'm, uh, I've am i been eating the kind breakfast bars. That's been my go-to. The breakfast protein ones, the 
almond butter, I think those are my favorite. And then I usually put a little bag of honey nut Cheerios in my blind bag too. That just kind of stays in there. So you always got to have a couple snacks. Amateur. I I can't, I'm too excited to eat here. You can't bring donuts. You don't bring snacks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. If you hunt with Tyler, you're going to be hungry. If you're relying on him to bring stuff. (laughs) So funny. Man, um, okay. And here I was gonna bring I was gonna bring donuts for you, Jeff, the next time we hunt it. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, Never mind. Man. Speaking of that, uh, we had this discussion here. Let's let's rehash it. What is your go-to donut? Oh, the the Boston cream. Ooh. Not it's like the not the custard. Wait, is it the custardy one? Not the one that's got like the fluffy white filling. It's like the almost like the pudding on the inside. That's yep. that's my favorite. Okay. That's yep. Interesting. Every day. Bavarian cream, Boston cream. I think there's a bunch of different names. Okay. That's not. All right. Okay. That's a common one. Don't act like that's weird. <laughs> You're the first person I know that that's their favorite donut. I mean, I'm or, not, I wouldn't turn it down if it's in front of me, but. Or just your standard white frosting with sprinkles. That'd be the backup. All right. Matt. Yep. Uh long john, no filling. Doesn't matter what uh doesn't matter if it's vanilla or chocolate or uh or even if it's got sprinkles or sprinkle. You know, oh, you gotta get I'm, the sprinkles. I'm good with I'm good with any of them, but as long as it doesn't have filling, that's the it's a hard requirement. <laughs> I'm I'm with you on that. I love a good long john. I also love a good Persian. Those are so yeah. it's like a combo like donut cinnamon roll. It's just um, it's so good. I am also a huge fan of the quick trip blueberry dunkers. Those are just, yeah, I could eat a box of those myself. We should be sponsored by quick trip. I feel like we're, we bring up quick trip a lot. We on this podcast. I was going to wow. say the last time I had donuts was actually from a quick trip before a hunting or a, it was before a fishing trip. We got to reach out to them. We got to buy some of that underwear we've been talking about. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, that's, maybe that's our, our foot in the door. We'll start yeah. posting some reels about with our quick trip underwear. Okay. I did I did stop at Quick Trip and get that breakfast sandwich, Jeff. Did you? I, I did, yeah. Yeah. I, I wish did. I would have had one of those on the opener. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even want one on the opener. You just, just said bring all me. Time, you had all kinds of time to go there yourself. Yes. Yeah. All the time that I was waiting in my driveway, I could have been getting my own stuff at Quick Trip. <laughs> yeah, you could have got your own blueberry dunkers. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh man that's good um matt you actually asked the question i was going to ask which is uh this is about the snack in the blind bag um have you guys looked for places come uh our december hunt have you started to look on on your maps yes of course i knew jeff's answer (laughs) i probably have like 20 pins in that area that we're staying already at least i figured you know yeah, no, they're, they're everywhere. Yeah. Are you waiting for me to answer? Yeah, yeah. I just let I'm letting Jeff do all the pins for me too. Apparently, <laughs> I haven't started yet. Somebody at least has to mark their own pins too, so we can compare and see. If I was gonna say same I pins. I haven't pinned any yet, but I've definitely scrolled the area quite a few, right. quite a few Wait, times. What, I should start putting some out there. Start putting I don't the even remember on. the name of the what name, What's the town we're staying in? I don't no, remember. We're not, we're not, we're not broadcasting this okay, live. Never mind. <laughs> Text it to me. I don't remember the town we're staying. <laughs> You want me to just put my pins up on the camera so we can put that <laughs> on there too? 
sometimes I forget. Sometimes I forget we're actually recording here. Sorry. <laughs> I will. I will start. All right. Instead all of right. watching. Instead of watching Netflix. Right before setting up decoys, I will start to look at pins. Perfect. Perfect. And then if we all I have know, the same pin, we know it's going to be a good spot. Yeah. Yep. Once I know where we're going again, because I forget. Yeah. Yeah. We'll tell you. Uh, Matt, what are you watching on Netflix before you're setting up decoys? Um, so I had a couple of shows last year that don't have any new seasons out, but they did. I, I have the book, haven't read it. Band of Brothers was just put on Netflix, I think, recently. Um, so I, I started watching that and it's fantastic so far. I know I'm like 20 years late to the game, um, but super good. Okay. Nice. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Jeff, what are you watching on Netflix right now? Uh, Gabby's Dollhouse and Blippy. And what else is on there? Super Kitties. <laughs> I meant the I meant the adult profile, not the yeah. kids profile. <laughs> we don't watch. I don't watch adult TV. That's all I get to watch is the little kids shows. <laughs> no, we don't really have a whole lot of shows right now. I've okay. just been watching Packer football is pretty much the majority of it, and then I flip the office on when it's late just to kind of take my mind off things before bed, and that's about it. Not not a whole lot. Well, I like that Gold Rush show that came back on now. I'm a sucker for that show for the gold rush. I don't know. I've been watching that for a while on discovery. Nice. We're, we're into suits right now. Oh yeah. That's a good one. I started, I started rewatching suits, um, about a month ago and I got through the first few seasons. That was my second time around. I actually, I, we hadn't watched it in like five or six years. Um, it's actually enjoyable to watch it again. That's good. Yeah. It's a good show. Really? I'm really digging it. Nice. Really, really digging it. Okay. Um, okay. Let me ask you guys two more questions and I'm, then I will be done here. Uh, first one is love or hate raking leaves. Hate. Love. Yeah, I hate it. I just blow them all into the back. Huh. Must be nice. I'm lucky to butt up to some public land at woods. So I just blow them all <laughs> into the woods. It's yeah. We, I have to bag them. And that is terrible. I try to mulch as much as I can with the mower and then maybe rake some if I have to. But I've got yeah. way too many trees for that. Same. When you when you when you bag, have to bag 80 plus bags per year. Nope. And those brown bags are horrible too. They're terrible. Yeah, They're terrible to get started. And then yep. the bottom blows out on them when you're trying to move them around. And yep. oh, those are those are awful. Yep, they're terrible. So, okay, we're all in agreement there. Hate it, loathe it. It's the worst thing ever. All right. Um, last question that I have for you two is, since this was the pertinent topic of discussion here today, have either of you ever slept your, overslept your alarm? For, for hunting? hunting? Yes. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no. Not for hunting. No. Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> Which is a great lead into the last question I had. Tyler, do you have any changes to your wake-up protocol on hunting mornings? Because it seems maybe. like there was some balls dropped that maybe <laughs> could have been, you know, like maybe, maybe a backup maybe needs to be off, like, for that morning. Jeff maybe don't rely you. on your phone. Like, maybe you have a little backup alarm clock. Yeah. Okay. 
Great question. The answer is yes. All right. No backup Perfect. alarm clock, but I have my normal like sleep alarm that's set or whatever. And it's like the gentle wake up alarm where it's like on app. Yeah. I have an iPhone. So it's like do, 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 whatever. And it gets louder. Obviously, it doesn't sound quite like that. It sounds much more enjoyable. But so I have that that goes off. And then I have like actual really annoying alarms and I set three or four of them at 15 minute intervals after that. I also <laughs> took my phone off of silent mode. I did not take it off of sleep mode though, because otherwise like every notification like lights up my phone. I did not want to see that at night. And when I have, there's so many things with like the business that are on here that just, it just doesn't, it's just too much. I wouldn't sleep. So y- the answer is yes. Yes. There's at least three, between three and five separate alarms that are set up. And now I know I need to just call over and over and over and over in order for it to start ringing. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yep. You got it. It won't happen again. <laughs> or, or I will cease to be a host on this podcast. <laughs> That's his way out. Yep. There you go. Oh, okay. All right. I got, I have two really fast ones. All right. I know these aren't really sky blasting. We're like taking mile yeah. long shots here, but um, what food do you feed your dogs? Oh, uh, so we have a raw diet. So it's, that's a mixed food with basically with raw, raw meat. Do you have a specific brand that you use? Uh, Volhard is the name of the raw. Volhard. Okay. Tyler? Inukshuk. Got it. Me too. Inukshuk. I've been liking it so far. I just switched. Yeah, yeah you did just switch. You, yeah. Good results so far? I guess we'll see. We'll see when I start running her more in the field, but she seems to like it. Yeah. It's nice that I don't have to feed her as as much. So it's only like a cup a meal for two times a day is what I do. So it's pretty minimal. So I like it so far. It's super minimal. My, I, Ren gets about one cup per day. Totally. Oh, nice. It smells, I, it smells a lot stronger though than, than her other food. If I leave the door open under the sink where the food is in her in the laundry room, it like stinks up the room pretty bad. It's crazy how dense it is. Like people like Matt, you've you probably heard the term like floating your food before the other people have used that. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to float hers. I mean, that's how you mix it. Yeah. Right. Like this stuff, like you the food doesn't float, it it literally sinks. It's so dense. Hmm. Yeah. It's yeah, it's like wild. So it's wild how calorically dense it is. I I love it. Like I'm it's you know, I've got a 50 pound dog and a 65 pound dog, and I have a 33 pound bag of dog who will last me a month. Nice. Now, I, I mean, I keep my dogs lean year round. So, and it's significantly cheaper than the dog food that I had been previously using, which was the Royal Cannon. It was like 30 bucks a bag cheaper, like significantly cheaper. And you're feeding less food. And I'm so feeding less not, food. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I can't say the quality is any worse. Like it's, it's, if anything, it might be better. Yeah. It's, so, um, it's good. I've yeah. had, I've had Mac a lot of different foods and there's been some, some good ones, but this has been the best of the best by far. I'm really nice. happy with it. All right. My last one. What's your favorite drill to run when you're training? I like any blind retrieve. Okay doesn't matter what it doesn't it doesn't matter what because there's when you have a dog that can run blind retrieves right where you know you can put a bumper out anywhere and you're 
they trust you, you're on the same team and you can send them and then stop them and then handle them, you know, give them a 15 degree left angle back cast, you know, into a bird. It's just, it's a different kind of feeling. It's just cool. Awesome. Matt. Yeah. And all run blinds is once you get that far, it's definitely like super rewarding. Even if it's just drill work with it, it's kind of cool to watch all the time. It's cool. Nice. It is cool. It's uh, yeah. I'm I'm waiting to get there with Ren. We're at like the transition stage, and it's just a lot of a lot of reps. It's really important, yeah. but it's a lot of reps of the same stuff. Yeah. Cool. All right, that's all I got. Cool. All right, Let's wrap this thing up. Wrap it up. If you made it, if you made it this far, you need a you need a gold coin or a gold star. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Seriously, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I did. Just I love hearing stories like I mentioned before. If you have time, go and leave us a quick review on Apple or uh, Spotify, wherever you're consuming this podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, reach out to us on social media, UpDuck. Make fun of Tyler for sleeping through his alarm. That's right. If you want to give me some flack, please do. Uh, Shoot us a message on Instagram, UpDuck, TikTok, UpDuckCo, Facebook, UpDuck, wherever. We're pretty much on every social media channel. You can find us. So, and if you have ever overslept and you're listening to this part, please shoot us a message so that I have some company. I don't want to feel all alone in this. And that's how we're going to end this show. So we will uh, catch you guys on the next episode. See ya.